get set for this episode of A-Level Physics Revision Bites, where we'll break down your revision into fun, bite-sized chunks while having a few laughs along the way. For more in-depth online learning, head on over to snaprevise.co.uk and see how our intelligent platform can transform your revision and help you score better grades with less stress. Here's the show. Football is a game of two halves, isn't it? Half is about haircuts and incidents in nightclubs, and the other is pure physics. Motion, trajectory, friction, and drag, to be precise. Footballers don't actually use scientific calculators when trying to curve a shot around a wall in a free kick, but mentally, that's what they're actually doing. This is a podcast of two halves. In the first, we'll look at friction and drag on moving and stationary objects. In the second part, we'll look at friction on a slope and also how friction works on an aircraft. You may not realise it, but many physics teachers are actually TV football commentators or football managers in disguise. Alan Shearer and Gary Lineker, for example, both teach GCSE physics at the same comprehensive school in Luton, wearing glasses, false beards and old corduroy jackets. Arsene Wenger is a physics supply teacher in Southend. So what's all this leading to? Well, today's podcast is about friction and drag. When an object like a football or a footballer's haircut moves, it feels a resistive force opposing the object's motion. This force is called friction, or when moving through a fluid, drag. So, a football experiences drag in the air and friction plus some drag when on the grass. The footballer's haircut also causes drag in the air, which explains some of the bizarre haircuts you see on footballers. Each is actually experimenting with either reducing drag coefficient through the air or using their hair for stability or downforce much like a keel on a boat or rear spoiler on a sports car. Now back to football. Once a football has been kicked, there is no longer a driving force being exerted on it. Since the ball eventually stops rolling, it must be decelerating. Therefore, a resistive force is acting in the opposite direction to the ball's motion. So far, we haven't defined friction. Let's do that now. Friction is the force that opposes the motion of a surface that moves or tries to move across another surface. What does that mean? Well, here's an example. Mankind faces many challenges in our future conquest of space, not the least of which is how to play football in space if astronauts fancy a quick kick around. Since there is no air and no ground, there is no friction on a moving object. A quick kick around outside the International Space Station, in theory, could cause a football to travel all the way to the nearest star, Alpha Centauri, and 4.37 light years is a long way to go look for a lost football. It's much the same for a footballer's moving car. The friction force stays at a constant value and acts in the opposite direction to the object's velocity. To accelerate, the driving force of the car must be greater than the friction between the car and the road. To travel at a constant velocity, the driving force of the car must equal the frictional force between the car and the road. You know what? Let's do a worked example. Consider the resultant force when your physics teacher's 1,000 kilogram car is moving with acceleration 1 meters per second squared and driving force 1,800 newtons. Now, since even a Hyundai i10 weighs about 1,300 kilograms, this has to be some lightweight supercar. This also proves my point about physics teachers. Don't be fooled by the shabby jackets they wear. 
You'd write this out in an exam as a resultant force equals 1800 newtons minus FR equals MA by Newton's second law. Breaking that down, we get FR equals 1800 newtons minus 1000 kilos multiplied by 1 meters per second squared, which in turn equals 1800 newtons minus 1000 newtons, which equals 800 newtons. The friction will take this value of 800 newtons regardless of the driving force. When the driving force is removed, the car will experience a resultant force backward due to friction being the only force acting on the car and will decelerate to a stop. Okay, so far so good. Now let's look at friction on a stationary object. Supposing Joan Mata has dived for a penalty and the ball is now stationary on the penalty spot. What then? Hang on a minute. Okay, Joan Mata fans, I'll change the example. We'll go with Joan Mata driving a Maserati on the M4. Hang on. The lawyers say what? Yes, I'll be careful. Okay. If a force is applied to a stationary object, the magnitude of friction will take the value that balances the applied force up to the maximum value of friction. Friction's maximum value is the value it takes when the object is in motion. To make the object move, the applied force must be greater than the maximum value of friction. Consider Dramata's car remaining stationary at a service station on the M4 under a driving force of 500 newtons. He has just stopped off to go to Greg's for a pasty and he has not been speeding. Not speeding at all. That okay? Alright. In an exam, you would write the resultant force equals 500 newtons minus FR equals MA, which equals zero newtons by Newton's second law. We write that as FR equals 500 newtons minus zero newtons equals 500 newtons. When the driving force is removed, the friction force will no longer act on the car. So that's part one on friction and drag. In part two, we'll look at friction on a slope and the drag that jets experience when flying. Now, if you really did kick a ball in frictionless zero drag outer space to Alpha Centauri and there was intelligent life there, just consider whether we come in peace might be a better first contact message than, Oi mate, can we have our ball back? See you in part two. That's it for today's episode of A-Level Physics Revision Bites. Are you looking for some extra help to improve your grades, but can't bear the thought of forking out £50 an hour for a private tutor? Neither can we, and that's why we built Snap Revise. Snap Revise is an intelligent platform that provides high-quality, tailored support that is more effective than private tutoring and is available anytime, anywhere, for a fraction of the cost. We have a whole range of amazing resources to suit all learning types. From bite-sized videos, self-marking quizzes, to mini-revision guides and predicted exam packs. We've built extremely smart technology that accelerates your learning by finding your knowledge gaps and filling them. And we have on-site tutors who are available to answer your questions 24-7, so you're never left in the dark. Head on over to snaprevise.co.uk or download our app and get your free trial now. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you can get the latest podcasts as soon as they come out. And while you're at it, leave us a review and give us a rating so we can keep bringing you as many free, 
high-quality podcast as possible. See you next time.